Hello everybody, it is Michael here, back with another video, and in today's video, we're going to be talking about what's next for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Back to Doncic. Doncic pulls up, three-pointer, bang, bang, it's good, Doncic wins the game at the buzzer! The Minnesota Timberwolves had a very interesting 2021 season. It was a really weird year where they were very bad for most of the season, but at the end of the season, they showed a lot of promise that can be exciting going into next season. They had a lot of injuries during this year that really derailed any momentum they could have ever gotten, but we saw when they were healthy, they actually have some talent on this roster. Obviously, Carl Anthony Towns is the franchise player on this team, and I think he's someone who is getting criminally underrated by a lot of people in NBA circles. People are forgetting how good Carl Anthony Towns is just because he's been through a lot these past couple years, whether it be injuries and obviously all the awful family stuff he's had to deal with. We just haven't been able to see him on the court as much as we have in the past, but when he is on that floor, he is one of the best offensive bigs we've ever seen, the greatest shooting big of all time, and someone who has taken big steps in areas of the game you wanted to see him improve especially defensively he's still not anywhere close to an all nba level defender or anything but him taking the steps is very very important to his future because being a good defender at that center spot is so important and i think we're seeing him slowly become a good defender his playmaking is also something that continues to improve every single year so i think people need to understand how good Carl Anthony Towns is and obviously it's great that they have him on this roster Anthony Edwards is another player who's going to be huge to this team's future as he had a really really rough first half of the season but in the second half of the year now that he had some experience under his belt he really got into a fantastic rhythm and looked to be a future star D'Angelo Russell also had a pretty good second half of the year he's another guy who dealt with injuries we've barely even seen Carl Anthony Towns in D'Angelo Russell play together at all throughout their uh, Minnesota Timberwolves careers together, which has absolutely sucked because those guys, when they are playing together, it's a fun combination. They're so high-powered offensively. Uh, that pick and pop is really, really exciting to watch, and I think they play off each other really well. We just haven't been able to see them that much. Uh, it was actually very interesting at the end of the year. We saw D'Angelo Russell coming off of injury, playing a bit of a different role. He was playing that six-man role at times. And while I don't necessarily expect that to be his role going forward, it was very, very interesting to see him just put in a completely different role than he had in the past. And I think that's where we give the credit to Chris Finch, their new coach, and what he was able to do. He was a big part other than them just getting healthy. He was a big part into why this team was much more successful in the second half of the year because they finally had a competent head coach who knew how to run a roster. D'Angelo Russell was playing off the bench, playing like a Manu Ginobili type role, and we actually saw that be very successful. But the thing is, most other coaches wouldn't even have the balls to do that because D'Angelo Russell is a guy who's been an all-star in this league. We all know how good 
uh, D'Lo is. So it was really, really intriguing. And it was really promising to see a coach be able to do something that's kind of drastic compared to what other coaches would do, but do it very successfully as well. They have a lot of other pieces on this roster that I like quite a lot. Jaden McDaniels was one of the players coming out of last draft class that I was really interested in because he clearly had a lot of talent, but he did have a lot of issues in his one year at Washington that did give me some cause for concern, but put in a smaller role where he was mostly a defensive guy and his role on offense was very simplistic he was fantastic and he's one of those guys who's perfect to put alongside Carl Anthony Towns because he is such a good defender a guy who can guard multiple positions and then he can just space the floor on the offensive side of the ball and can occasionally create his shot he's a really really good four and that is the thing that they've been missing for years now is that four alongside Carl Anthony Towns so I I do think even though this season kind of sucked for the Timberwolves injuries wise and them not getting their pick, there is a lot of things that you look at and you're excited about. Nas Reed is a nice bench player. I think he's a really good backup big man to have. Malik Beasley is a very solid player in this league and he could be a potential good trade chip for them. If they think he doesn't fit their long-term core, Jalen Noel showed some chops. He's on an unguaranteed contract, and I definitely expect him, uh, them to pick up his guarantees because he showed some potential as well. This team is just oozing with potential. We've seen this a lot with the Timberwolves, so now it's about them actually executing on that potential and becoming a good roster. So let's talk about how they do that. This team definitely needs to make a move or two. And I don't think it necessarily needs to be for a star player. Like, I do love the idea of a Ben Simmons trade. I think Ben Simmons is basically the perfect fit alongside Carl Anthony Towns. Fantastic defensive player, great passer, and would just be so, so nice. Because even though it would still be a big man who likes to post up it's obviously a million times of a different situation than what's happening in philadelphia this is the greatest shooting center of all time we're talking about right here so him getting to play alongside ben simmons i think would maximize both of them but questioning about how that trade actually happens is an interesting thing because from all accounts the minnesota timberwolves are very very committed to keeping d'angelo russell on this team and think he's a big part of their core going forward so what would a ben simmons trade look like without d'angelo russell it would have to be malik beasley ricky rubio and stuff i don't know what that stuff would exactly be i'd assume you have to throw in a young guy because obviously that's not enough strictly for ben simmons but i really don't think that would make sense for philadelphia to do because it just doesn't get enough for ben simmons i know we've all criticized uh simmons for how bad he was in the playoffs but come on malik beasley for ben simmons being the main part of the trade that's not happening that would just give up way too much defense and would not bring back nearly enough offense for that to be a well worth it trade so what could they do if they're not trying to trade for a star player i don't even think they really need to i think honestly just getting good players and not really looking for the name should be the direction that this minnesota timberwolves team goes in going forward because they already have a young nucleus 
in Cat, D'Lo, and Anthony Edwards that I think is a really good core of a team. So now it's just about building pieces around them. You already have a building block that you can put around them in a guy like Jaden McDaniels. You need to get more guys like that. Guys who can just play their role and do it effectively. Someone like Larry Nance Jr., who could potentially be on the trade block for the Cavs, would be a perfect guy for them. A defensive four, a veteran, comes in plays a role they need guys like that to come into this team guys who are veterans in this league can help mentor these young players and get them to actually win basketball games because this team legitimately has a chance to make a playoff run next year or at least be in that play-in spot and have potential to make the playoffs it's a tough western conference but this team absolutely has the talent it's just now about them finally executing on it. And I feel this is the perfect opportunity for them to do so. They have assets. They have someone like Malik Beasley, who a lot of other teams would want. And they could get someone who probably fits their team a little bit better and fits what they need a little bit better. Jarrett Culver is someone who's had a disastrous NBA career so far, but maybe someone else would take a chance on Jarrett Culver. And maybe that could be a part of a trade that gets you just solid role players. You need to look for guys who are maybe on not super great teams but are solid players and then you trade for those guys so they can be impactful to your team there's a lot of different guys they can go after for sure but i'm just mostly looking at them to find solid defensive role players who can shoot outside shots i think that's the main thing the timberwolves should address in this offseason is trading for good role players surrounding this nucleus and i do think you could have something special brewing in minnesota it's just time for them to finally make smart moves and can we trust this organization to do it i don't really know but i do think they have the potential to be a good team next year. It's just all about them executing. And this is basically, in my opinion, a make or break offseason for the Minnesota Timberwolves. So I hope they make the right moves because this team has a lot of potential. A lot of guys on this roster that I really, really like. And I think they could be incredibly fun next year if they do the right thing. So yeah, it's been the video. It's been Michael. Peace out.